Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, Dr. Devara Johnson. And let me tell you, I am just so excited uh, for today's show. You know, we come here every Tuesday just to come into your homes to be able to just share uh, with the listening audience different things that are going to inspire you, motivate you, uplift you, and empower you. Uh, Today I have a woman of God, and I'm telling you, she's walking in her God-given purpose, and she's making an impact. She will be sharing some of her journey on how she has emerged from a place of obscurity to dominate the spirit of influences that God would have given to her. Welcome, Tracy Coleman. I'm telling you, indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Hello, hello. I am so excited to be here this evening. Just so excited to be able to share just a little portion of my journey. Um so I'm I'm just excited. Um I just want to say this one thing as we um get started. Um I you see you hear Tracy Coleman and a lot of times I do I do mention Tracy Coleman. I'm actually um Pastor Tracy Coleman Manley. I, I kept the Coleman in my name because for 40 years, I was a Coleman. I'm, I just turned 50, so I got 10 years that I've been um, with my husband, 10 years that I've been um, a manly. But I still use the name Coleman very heavily because for 40 years, this is who I was. And it literally took and 40 years for me to become who I became in just the last 10 years. So there's a story behind why I go by Coleman a lot. <laughs> That is awesome, but just thank you so much just to come on and share with our listening audience tonight. And I know they're excited. They can't wait to hear what you're going to have to say. And so for anyone that's listening, I want to say to you, go ahead and invite someone to tune in to Emergence Radio Talk tonight. They are going to be blessed. Don't be selfish. So share it and allow others to be blessed as well. And so I know, Pastor Tracy, you would have shared just a little bit of your Coleman name, but, you know, I just want you to let our listening audience know a bit of who you are. So, yes, I am uh, Pastor Tracy Manley. I Currently, I reside in south of Virginia, but I pastor a church in a little town called Moorhaven, Florida, right outside of Clewiston, Florida, that's not far from West Palm Beach, Um, I answered a unique call that's on my life. I answered a call to plant churches alongside my apostle, Apostle Yolanda Scott, and that call has led me from Virginia to Florida, and it's an amazing journey. I mean, it's the first time that I've ever even understood what it meant to be a planter, to actually go and plant churches from place to place. Um, I was born and raised um, in a little town called Waverly, Virginia. I live. My church was by the railroad track. Um, I could walk to my church. I live so close to my church. Born and raised in the church, always loved God, always knew that there could have been something special on my life. It's like I always had this 
what seemed like an overwhelming desire to help other people become, to help other people overcome struggles, to help other people overcome crisis. I've always been that one that just wanted to help other people. So I knew that something, that there was something in me, but I just didn't understand the fullness of it until six years ago. Um, when I actually met my apostle and connected with her and and went from Tracy behind the scenes to Tracy front and center, which I still haven't grabbed hold to the front and center because I love working behind the scenes, but um, I'm learning to embrace my grace, Mm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It does. It really does. You know, um, when you talk about church planting, and I know a lot of that is, I guess, kind of taking place now, um, that's almost like, even though you say you walk alongside your apostle, you're a pastor, um, that's something that apostles do. So, you know, you may be in, you, you may be in training for an apostle because that's a lot of what, of what apostles do, but it's good that you uh, are happy to hear that you would have found your calling, even though, uh, but the, you know, in terms of your age, I always tell people it doesn't matter what time you find it as long as you find it. Um, and so, you know, you're never too, uh, you, you know, I would say old, but, you know, it's, it's I bet you that I would say it's never too late. I forgot to use you or to walk into your calling or to do the things that, you know, God is calling you to do. So I'm happy to hear that. Uh, you would have really uh, gotten to that place where you're really just blooming and you've just literally taken off. And so in that same vein, I want to, you know, kind of ask you um, as well, uh, what is, oh, so you, you talked about being behind the scenes, right? I think our default position is to go behind the scenes uh, instead of being right. in the front, you know, where God is calling many of us to. Uh, what do you say or what advice do you have for someone who, you know, they're struggling uh, with uh, uh, pretty much coming forward, and all they want to do is just sit in the back as it's comfortable, no one can see me, <laughs> I can fly under the radar, <laughs> you know, what advice do you have for them in terms of the importance of coming forward and allowing your voice to be heard, especially in this hour? Oh, my God. Dr. Tavara, I am so glad you asked that question because I'm glad you asked that question because I learned over the six years since I met my apostle and the five years that I've been um, with her ministry and planting in different locations, I learned that the first five years I've given God a yes. Yes, God, I'm going to do whatever it is that you require me to do. I'm going to do whatever it is that my apostle needs done, whatever my bishop needs done, whatever our organization, New Life International Fellowship of Churches, whatever they need, God, I'm here for it. So what I did was I wasted time. And um, I I can almost say maybe I I thought I wasted time the five years that I wanted to shy to the back and just be the, I won't say administrative side of the ministry because I wasn't doing administrative stuff, but I was doing groundbreaking stuff. I I was still working, but I wasn't working completely in what I needed to be working in. So I shared this with a young inspired young coming up minister in training. I I told her, I said, I will not let you spend five years like I spent five years. Mm 
I wasn't, I, I wasn't in full posture. Because you can be imposter or think you're a completely imposter, but you could be all out of posture in, in, in a good way. I wasn't in the street. I wasn't leaving the ministry. I, I wasn't. I, I was faithful in, in, in my in my giving, in my tithing, in my my fellowship, my love for people, my bringing people to Christ or introducing Christ to people. But I was out of posture with that peace that God says. I remember being in my car one day in 2016, and I I met my pastor, my apostle on a, on her prayer call. I didn't know her in 2016, but I remember riding down the road to work, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, write the sermons. And I just kind of looked like, well, I don't even know what that was I just heard. But long story short, I did not write the sermons. I did not start to write the sermons because that's the part of ministry I didn't want to do. So I tell this young minister in training, I will not let you negate the entire call. Yeah, you're faithful. You come. You do what you're supposed to do. You show up on time. And you, anything we ask, you do. But there's a there's one piece. Don't I don't want to hear you say I don't want to go up front. I don't want to preach. I don't want to do this because you'll waste time. And then you'll be in the back trying to catch up because God doesn't change his mind. God, when, God, when God says, I need you to do a thing, he already knows your heart. He already knows what you're going to do. He already knows how you're going to impact the people. And most importantly, I share with people, don't be afraid to come to the front because if God is calling you to the front, it's because he knows that he can trust you. He's already tried you. He's already tested you. He already knows what's in you. So there's no need to waste any time when God has called you because fear, stagnation, procrastination, all that stuff stops you from reaching your destiny on time, and it stops the next person from getting what they need that's, that's really in your belly. Some people can't move any further because what's in your belly, you won't allow it to come out. So here I am today. I'm full-time pastoring today. I've five years been working in the ministry as a pastor, but full-time actually pastoring people in one location right now. And I almost felt like I wasn't equipped, but I felt like I wasn't equipped because when I gave God a yes, I said yes to everything, but I, but I didn't quite say yes to writing a sermon. He covered me. I'm, I'm, I, I've, I'm blessed. Because I'm able to stand before people and actually be able to deliver. But if I but if I hadn't shied back for so long, I would have been even more prepared. That's good. Pastor Tracy, I'm telling you, you dropped a whole lot of nuggets there for those especially, well, not just for those who are listening in, but even for myself. And, um, you know, you, you, you made some good points where you talked about, you know, serving, uh, one of the things I realize in terms of being in the back sometimes is it's uh you we're developing a lot of character really in the back. And yes. so uh if you don't develop that in the back, when you get to the front, you will pretty much embarrass yourself to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, because you know, you, you need that because you know in in with you being in the back you were serving, you were submitting, you know, you and and these are the things that are needed, especially when you talk about being a leader. Um, 
And so it's yeah. I'm I'm glad that you you know you mentioned you mentioned that, but I love how you also mentioned that you know sometimes for us not to be in the back for too long, so you can get where you need to be on time. But a lot That's of right. times it's really um, fear, like you mentioned, fear grips us, and we feel like we're not qualified. And so I love that you shared that you know if God is calling us. That means that he knows that we're pretty much prepared. All we need to do is just lean on him <laughs> and let him do what he has to do. But I think part of the issue is that why fear happens is because we're trying to do it or we want to do it more so on our strength and not God's strength. You know, because when you yeah. look at, you know, the, the limited abilities that humans have, it, it really would cause you to, to, to get a little fearful, even though we know God didn't give us a spirit of fear. But when we lean on God and what and, and His strength, then we will definitely know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so, definitely, thank you so much. I mean, that was powerful with so many nuggets that you would have dropped. I mean, and you know, we you you almost ready to preach now, but you know, <laughs> tonight. But you know, I'm just I'm just so grateful, you know, that you're here to be able to share uh, with our listening audience. Now. I know for you, uh, in some of your story that you would have mentioned, you would have mentioned that, you know, you had to work through self-esteem issues, you know, in terms of growing, you know, growing up or, you know, as an adult. What would you say are some of the ways in which you would have developed your confidence? And I ask this question because sometimes even the best of us, you know, every so often we may have one of those uh, moments. You may have those moments. So what are some of the ways or tips that you could provide for us and what you would have done to develop your confidence that we too can use um, if we may not be fully confident or even if it's just us having a moment? I would definitely say one of the things that I look back on that I would have done and that I actually, you know, counsel and coach people on now is, you definitely have to take the time to journal. Journaling is important because I feel like confidence um, can be built when you actually sit down and start dealing with the things that make you less confident. Like for me, I felt less confident because when I was younger, I suffered from self-esteem issues. So because my and my because of the self esteem issues, it was like the self esteem issues from my past bled over into my future, um, and it was a whole problem that was never dealt with. So how I began to deal with it, one I I began to go look at prayer differently. So I would pray and ask God, God, you know, this is what I need. This is what I need. This is who I need to become. I can't let the past, you know, steal any more time for me. And and God would have me to start journaling. So, and I would journal. I started journaling the things that I loved about me. Then I started journaling the, the things that I didn't love about me. Then I started to, one of the biggest things I had to do is start with forgiveness. It's crazy how forgiveness will cause you to change your whole outlook on yourself. Like I had to start, and, and even in the forgiving process, I had to start with me. I needed to forgive myself for the times that I didn't feel confident. 
times that I didn't feel beautiful, times that I felt like I wasn't enough, times that I let other people determine my self-worth. Once I got to that place where I started journaling the issues, then the confidence level just started building up because after I journaled it, I dealt with it in such a way, let me deal with the problem and then let me find the solution. And my solution came through much prayer, intercession, and just learning what it was to love myself. Because if you don't love yourself, I don't care what you put your hands on, it will not work. Because self-love actually bleeds over into everything. When you love yourself, you love everything about you. You love your quirky moments. You love your dull moments. You love the moments where everybody else look at you like, girl, you crazy. But crazy and what other people say doesn't even matter because once you start loving yourself, it opens up a Pandora box. It opens up a treasure box. That changes your whole life, and that's what happened for me. I I had to stop and do a self-worth journaling experience, and that changed my whole life. And my confidence level went to a place where I can stand in front of you, and I'm so confident in who I've been called to be that I don't see your face. And that's what's getting me through where I am now, and that's where I look at the five, maybe in the five years that I thought I was in the back, maybe I just needed to build up to the person that I became the day, the week I turned 50. It was like my whole life shifted, like like, uh, all the bells and whistles went off for real. Wow. 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 That is powerful. But one of the things I really love that you shared and you talked about was dealing with your issues. Uh, I mm-hmm. find that sometimes a lot of people don't like to deal with their issues, but it spills over into other relationships. Uh, it, mm, it just yeah. it just spills over or bleeds over everywhere, and you know. What I realize a lot of people don't realize, too, is that sometimes you have to go backwards to be able to go forward. But most people want to go forward and ignore the issue, but the issue isn't going anywhere. And so I, I'm glad that you shared that you would have dealt with, you know, whatever issues that you would have had, your self-esteem. So now, because even listen, listening to you speak, you speak with a level of confidence and authority that you probably might not have spoken with some years ago. But again, oh, most all, definitely not. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it's because you would have dealt with uh, your, the lack of self-esteem, uh, you know, you dealt with self-love or the lack of it, you know, so now that you have those things and it shows. And so I want people who are listening in to be able to see that if, if there's an issue that you don't deal with, it's going to spill out, whereas if there's good qualities about you, it's going to Again, like spill out everywhere, like everyone would be able to see it. So the same way we can see the positive things about people is the same way that we will be able to see uh, some of the issues that people may have. And so I want to encourage everyone tonight who's listening in, if you know that there's an issue that you have, um, that you're struggling with, go ahead and address it. Pray to God. 
um, you know, to deal with it. You know, ask him to help you, and he will definitely uh, help you in the area or any area that you need help in. But you have to be honest with yourself, be honest where you're at, be honest with God. Even though he already knows, he's still, he's still looking for us to humble ourselves and be able to come to him and say, Hey, God, this is your child, your daughter, or however you speak to him and say to mm-hmm. him, I need the help. I, I need help. Help me. <laughs> you know, and he will definitely help you in those areas. Oh my God, Dr. Tavar, you you just opened up a an entire uh river right there with just being honest, being honest with God, being honest with the fact that we don't have all the answers. We don't know everything. We we don't always know what direction to go. I remember when I first got started with um my new ministry, I remember God saying to me, calling me Joshua. Don't look to the left and don't look to the right. Keep your eyes on me. And that scripture resonated in me so much over the five years because what God said to me then was, I know what you're about to go through. I already know what you're about to go through. So I need you to keep your eyes on me. You're about to do something different. You're about to do something strange. Um, The ministry that I put you with, Apostle Yolanda, um, the New Life International Fellowship of Churches, it's something that you've never seen. It's something that you've never heard of. It's something that may scare you at times. I'm I'm going to stretch you. Yeah, I'm going to have you traveling from Pete, from Virginia to Florida at a moment's notice. I'm about to do, see he already knew he was going to do all that. So he had to make sure that I would listen to him, but also in listening to him and keeping my eyes on him and and staying focused on him. I had to trust him in this process like never before because everybody around me they wanted me to stay in, in in a specific place, but God was calling me somewhere else. So I had to trust what even I didn't understand, and I had to trust God on a level where no matter what people said, no matter how crazy people thought I was, to just pack up, leave Virginia, leave my business, and go to Florida to plant a church, I had to keep my eyes on him and keep my trust level to a place where some days I had to say, God, I don't understand what you're doing. And I had to, some days me and God would have those conversations. I said, God, I've left Virginia and here I am in Florida. I left a thriving janitorial business and I'm an Uber driver. Like I'm here in Florida. I can't make ends meet even with my husband's job. I left about $7,000 on the table a month in Virginia. Wow. And I only got a small portion of what was left. So me not being there running the business cost me more money. So here I am in Florida in 2018, and, and my husband's looking at me crazy because he's not fully understanding the call on my life yet. He's looking at me crazy like, uh, we wouldn't be in this little financial bind, but you left all the business on the table in Virginia. I started driving for Uber. 
how does one go from a $10,000 a month check to driving for Uber? But I, 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 all I knew was to trust God. God had showed me enough about my journey that I never had to question my leader. I never had to question what was on her life. And I never had to question whether I was in the right place or not. God had already assured me that you're, you're where I intended you to be. Now I just need you to trust the process. But you better believe, Dr. Tavara, there were some days when, when, when the bills weren't getting paid on time and when the bills weren't even getting paid in the same month that I wanted to question God. I wanted to tell God, you got it wrong. <laughs> I got it wrong. I didn't hear you right. But I'm glad that here we are. 2018 is when we moved to Florida. Three years later, almost four years later, that we've been in transition back and forth, back and forth. I'm glad I trusted God because I didn't even know that my trust level was that was that that deep. I, I didn't even know I trusted God like that until he put it or put me to the test and put my family to the test. Mm. My God, like, <laughs> that is something. You know, when you talk about you looking at God or trusting him and trusting what he's saying and people around you are looking at you crazy, I think that is one of these things when we talk about following God or doing what we're saying that at least pretty much doing what we believe that we hear him saying for us to do. Like you really, really have to have that trust level. You really have to know what God is saying to you because other than that, the people around you would cause you to, they would talk you out of it. And they would make you question what you've heard even though you know that you've heard what you heard. And so right. I, I love that you that you shared about that because that's very uh, powerful. And so I want to say even for anyone who may be listening in, if you know that God is telling you something, it looks crazy, it goes against what, you know, other people may be saying, they may not be seeing what you're seeing. If it's something that you know like you know like you know because you have a relationship with God to, to know what he's saying to you, it doesn't matter how it looks. It doesn't matter how it feels, because I know it's not going to feel good, especially when you talk about being in transition. Being in transition is not a good feeling at all. It's very uncomfortable. But if you know that that is what God is saying to you, listen to his voice. He knows the plans that he has for you. Man doesn't know. Man have their own plans, but man's plans are not God's plans. And so you have to trust that he knows the plans that he has for you. You have to trust the blueprint that he has for you, that he has for your yeah. life, and just go ahead and follow that. Because really, if we don't follow God's blueprint for our lives, we will never reach to the destination that we uh, desire to be or better yet, where God desires us to be. And so that is definitely key. It's powerful. I know that those who are listening in, Pastor Tracy, they definitely um, are being blessed by everything that you're saying. I know I am being blessed. Um, as well, and so I'm grateful, grateful that you would have really joined me tonight just to share. I really helped to empower and motivate um, us tonight. 
Now, I yes. want to say to you congratulations on your new book, uh, Access Granted. I want you to share with us the inspiration behind this book, and what do you want those who are reading your book, what, what do you want them to get from, from journeying the pages of this book? Oh, my. I, I'm so excited about this book. Like, I never saw author. Um, I never saw a writer. Uh, I remember when I was younger, I, I loved to write. I was very creative. But sometimes when we're younger, things happen in life, and we just forget about our, our passions or what made us happy or what made us feel good. Um, coming from a single-parent home, there are just a lot of things that were created, I was created to do. I love to do them, but by the time I got to adulthood, I don't know, life just took the various turns that it took, and I forgot what I used to like to do. Because sometimes we can get so caught up in childhood trauma, um, parental issues, bullying, all types of stuff goes on in those teenage years, those formative years. And at some point I forgot that what I used to be that girl that could come up with a creative story out of nowhere. Well, this book, Access Granted, (laughs) I'm so excited about it because it was the place where God forced me to the threshing floor. God had said to me, I want you to I want you to go on social media and and I want you to put a post out there asking if any ladies wanted to journal for 30 days. And God had told me that early in the in the year of 2018 and I didn't do it. So I'll never forget it. It was September the 18th, 2018. I was driving Uber And for some reason, I'm in West Palm Beach, Florida, and it's a Friday night. It's busy. Friday nights are busy in any city. If you're an Uber driver, you're going to work all night. This particular night, it was 730. I called my husband, and I said, I have not gotten one ride in an hour. And that's from Uber and Lyft because I drove for them both. I said, not one. And I could, I told him, I said, God does not want me working tonight. I called a young lady. Her name was Nikki Pompey. And she had come to a little event that I had for just an empowering um, night for women. And she had said to me, I know you're moving to Florida, but if you need me to keep up confident beauty, because that's, that's what I called myself before, the the confident beauty. She said, if you want me to help you keep this up in Virginia while you're in Florida, I will. I called her that night and I said, Nikki, I know God is sending me home tonight because he's asked me to do something that I've not done. And I shared with her what God told me to do. And she said, you know, I just bought two brand new journals yesterday. Mm. I said, okay. She said, so I know that you're purpose to do this. I said, well, I know I'm purpose to do it too at this point because God is God is holding me accountable for what he's asked me to do. And because I fear God, it was late. It was Friday night. I needed to put the post up on Saturday because the process had to start that Sunday. And I said to Nikki, 
it's late. I said, but I have to do it because if I don't, I'm afraid of the repercussions of if I don't. So I got off the phone with her that Friday night, and that Saturday I formulated a post, put it on social media. Within 24 hours, I had 50 women that said, please include me. Wow. Wow. So access granted, what it is, it's 25 days of journaling. And out of this, all 25 days were time that I spent with God, and God literally gave me everything in the book. Literally, access granted has nothing to do with Tracy, Pastor Tracy. It is everything that God had me to share with them. And what I would do every night, I would go and go up in my room, and I would spend time with God, and God would give me subject matter. The very first day, He gave me forgiveness. And I I mean, the women, it was like an avalanche that came down because forgiveness had opened up so much for these women. They were like, oh my God, do you know how much this first day has helped me? And wow. think about it, Dr. Tavara, if I had not been obedient. Now I began to understand what God, why God had me to do this. So it lasted for 25 days, and where the title Access Granted came from, it was on the 25th day. It was 4 o'clock in the morning, and I remember God woke me up, and he said, tell the ladies I said Access Granted. Mm. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't even get up out the bed. I just rolled over, scribbled. No, it was day 23. I, I didn't get up. I just kept a pen and paper by my bed because that's how he was dealing with me the whole entire journey. Um, I just reached over, wrote it down, access granted, and I knew that he would give me the rest when I went to my prayer room. And I, but, I, but before I could roll over and lay back down good, my spirit was in a full sprint. Wow. A full sprint because I began to hear God say, you let the ladies know that are still on the journey. Because, you know, when you start off doing a thing, everybody don't endure to the end. Yeah. He said, this day 23, for the ladies that did not quit, tell them access granted. Whatever it is they want, whatever it is they asking me for, whatever it is they've been waiting for, access is granted to them today because of their obedience to stay the course. So this book is literally 25 days of God giving them godly instruction about long-suffering, about forgiveness, about letting go of your past, about facing the pain. I mean, when I tell you, I have people that um, have just kind of looked at the copy of the book, and, like, I can't, I can't even put this down. And me, I'm thinking, I just did what God told me to do. Wow. 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 Just doing what God told me to do, and wow. When I say there were girls, five girls, who wrote their own story, because I gave them all the opportunity to share a day in the journal process in the book. Mm. I was blown away. 
blown away because the girls were saying, this journey delivered me. And I'm thinking, little me? And then to think God uses whomever he wants to use. We just have to tell him yes, even when it sounds crazy. So to say at 50 years old, I just turned 52 weeks ago, to say I am, I will be able to say I am a published author. I am a published author. The book is on Amazon. Um, I travel from state to state, so I will. I am willing to come to any state to do um, book signings. Um, if if Anybody want to just take a day out of the journal and make a one-day retreat out of it? I'm, I, I just want anybody that gets this book to know that it's straight from the heart of God. It's straight from the penmanship of God, none of Pastor Tracy. Wow. That is powerful. And, you know, even if, we think some things are crazy. We just have to do what God is telling us to do because we never know who's going to be affected by it. We never know who's going to be delivered and set free based on what uh, God is telling us to do. And we never really have the full scope of what he's asking us to do or telling us to do, to be honest. Uh, we have what, you know, the plan, but we still don't know how people are really going to be affected, like the depths in terms of which they would be affected. And so I'm glad that you would have um, done this. I'm going to purchase the book as well because I need to make sure I have access granted. And, um, you know, I just I encourage those who are listening in to go ahead and purchase the book because in listening to you share a lot about it, it really sounds like it's a, like it's a book of release. And a lot it of times, is. Yep, and a lot of times there are things that we need to release again in order to uh, be able to move forward. So when we talk about even like business, ministry, or whatever it may be, whatever area that people find themselves in, we need that release in order to really be effective in whatever area that God has called us in. And so I am definitely, oh my God. Going, to, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely going to get that book because I believe in doing those um, as well. Um they're very helpful, and um, they're very impactful. So I will definitely uh, be purchasing my book, and I will take my picture and everything, so you will see me holding my book. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, Dr. Tavara. Look how God uses. Look how God uses people. I never looked at it like that. But when I say that is the ultimate summation of this book, it's a book of release. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I mean, you know, it, it. You just opened up a whole marketing idea <laughs> for me. You, you, you just blessed me with a whole marketing idea because that's that's really what it was. It was a book of release, and I shared this with some ladies a few days ago. I think I shared this in my sermon last Sunday, and I said we are all pieces to God's puzzle. And when one of us is not in place, the puzzle can never be completed. And an uncompleted puzzle, you'll never get the full picture. Mm. So today you were a piece of my puzzle. Amen. <laughs> Bless God. <laughs> because I, as you were speaking, 
I literally heard release. Like, I literally heard it's a book of release. And that's really wow. what it is. Like, people don't realize. Even when you talk about, uh, like, from a, uh, like, a lot of people saying they want to, you know, have, be wealthy, have generational wealth, but you still need to release. Your mindset needs to be uh, changed from, you know, that of a poverty mindset in order to be able to, you know, uh, house really the, the generational wealth when you get it. And so as you were speaking, I mean, like I said, I heard it's a book of release, but then I, I know it's, it's a little deeper than that. Uh, it, it, it really is, and that's why I encourage those who are listening in to say to get it because, and that's why I mentioned, you know, we need release. You need it. Some people don't think something as simple, I would say it's simple, but it, it's simple, but then we normally make it a big deal. Uh, as in terms of forgiveness, we need that. Not being able to forgive people or not being able to forgive yourself, it holds up stuff. And so if you need a release, <laughs> if you need your stuff to be released for access to be granted, you have to, have to forgive. So people don't understand how it all intertwines or it all interconnects, but it really does. It really, really does. But I'm telling yes, you, I'm going to be getting my book and I'm going to take my picture and I'm going to put it up on Facebook so you're able to see that I would have gotten a copy of the book of release, which is access granted. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I am, I am so, I am so grateful. I, I am so grateful for connection. I'm so grateful for, um, just the people that God is bringing into my circumference. Um, God amazes me daily. <laughs> Yes, he really does. You know, Pastor Tracy, I'm telling you, like, this was an awesome conversation. This was, I mean, tonight was just awesome. And I want to thank you so much for uh, joining me tonight. Again, like I said before, to empower our listening audience. Um, and, of course, you would have blessed me as well and encouraged me, motivated me. And so I'm truly grateful, grateful for our conversation tonight. Uh, but before we go, I want you to let our listening audience know a bit of uh, any upcoming events that you may have as well as how they can get connected and stay connected with you on your social media platforms. So for um, any women who are on Facebook, I have a group on Facebook. It's called The Conquering Queen. Um, you can go on Facebook and just put in The Conquering Queen, um, and it will come up. And in that group, I have over a 1,000 women, and daily I put in motivational posts. I bring in guest speakers not too long ago. I had Cora Jakes Coleman on there talking about her weight loss journey in the room. It's a private group, um, and I bring life coaches into the group. Um, I, we celebrated our one-year anniversary, September the 26th, and thank you. And we had a full panel of people in there. We had a comedian in there celebrating the one-year anniversary because it was birthed during the pandemic. So the Conquering Queen hasn't come off the page yet, but in 2022, just be on the lookout for um, the Conquering Queen or Pastor Tracy because uh, we're going to, I'm going to start hosting uh, brunches and teas and just different things to bring women together to empower them. I am in Florida. I am in Virginia. Uh, we, we have a church that we're planting in Georgia, outside of Atlanta, Georgia. So I, I come everywhere. I'll be some of everywhere. Um, the book signings for Access Granted will be in different states. So you can catch me 
I'm always on the go, always on the go, and always willing to travel. Um, But definitely for women, look on social media and Facebook and find the Conquering Queen. I'm telling you, that's empowerment on a whole different level, way less than what I thought it would be. Um, I thought I, I just wanted to empower women. I wanted women to know that even if you are not shaped like a Coke bottle, you're still beautiful. I wanted women to know that it didn't matter if you had short hair, alopecia. It didn't matter what you looked like. The the queen inside of you, who God you created you to be, God knew who he was creating. He knew how he was creating you. And God creates all things, all things good. Nothing God produces is bad. So, I wanted the queendom to be a place where when women were having a tough day at home or a tough day on the job, I wanted to touch situations that could help deliver them without calling them out. So some days we'll just we'll have Taco Tuesday. Just somebody just don't even know what to cook today. Anything that relates to the woman, we discuss it inside the queendom. Um, next year in the queendom, we will start having prayer nights. We will start having Bible study nights. We will start. We have actually have a group that's just designated for weight loss. No judgment. The women enjoy it. They enjoy it. They encourage each other. I'm telling you, there's so much to Pastor Tracy Manley that she didn't know was in her. But follow me in 2022 because we'll be doing a whole lot more outside of social media once we're really back out in the world. And like I said, the book is entitled Access Granted. It's called The J3 Project, Jesus, Jewels, and and Journals. And like I said, it's on Amazon, but I will also be hosting um, book signings in various cities. So where are you, Dr. Tavara? I need to come to your city. Hey, I'm actually in the Bahamas, so if you want to come, we will take you down here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We look forward to uh, definitely connecting with you. Um, and I just want to thank you for tonight. Thank you so much for um, inviting me on the show tonight. Thank you for the release. Thank you for being a piece to my puzzle tonight, and I bless God for you. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I definitely appreciate the conversation. Like I said before, you would have blessed me a whole lot. There, there are going to be some things you're going to share. I'll, I'll talk with you offline. Uh, but, okay. you know, just so grateful. So, of course, to my listening, my faithful listening audience, I truly thank God for you. Uh, of course, you know, you guys make this show a success. We are we uh, uh, celebrate our first year anniversary, and so now we are just on to the next. Uh, so for those who may be new, we look forward to seeing you on Tuesdays because we're here every Tuesday at 6 p.m., of course, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, be sure to follow me and connect with me on my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, under the social media handle, Tavara Johnson. You can visit my website at www.tavarajohnson.com. And also be sure to visit emergencemediagroup.com as well if you desire book publishing, uh, coaching, you want to start your radio, TV network, um, you want to be a guest on the show, go ahead and inbox me, message me, or just schedule the necessary appointments. And everyone, just again, thank you so much. Um, I look forward to 
seeing you guys again next week, Tuesday. So everyone, blessings, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at tavarajohnson.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.